You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com. Welcome to For Your Distraction. I'm Adam. With me, as always, is Scott. How are we doing tonight, Scott? You know, Adam, I am not going to jerk you around tonight. No? I am not. I'm not paying you for then. I am not. I am not doing well. No? No. Had a great day. Had a fine day. Yeah. But the news today. Oh, we're going to get into that. Yes, we that. are going to get into we, that. We but feel like we have to get into that because it's kind of kind of culture changing almost. Like it's kinda... we knew it was coming, but it's it's still kind of surreal. Yeah, and I, I'm mad as hell. Before we I'm get, before mad we get, as hell. Before we get anybody out there that uh, ever watches our live stream, just so you know, we couldn't do a live stream for this episode because uh, Facebook wouldn't work. Blame Facebook for that. We couldn't connect the stream, so it's just gonna be a classic. Uh, episode where we kind of just bullshit and no live streaming or anything like that. We are going to have the video up on YouTube, so there will be a video portion, and I'll see if I can put it up on Facebook. I don't know if it'll let me upload such a big file, but we'll see. Um, but no live stream, unfortunately. We'll for sure have the audio on all the places yeah. where we, we post our podcast. The video will be up on YouTube. Hopefully we can get it on, on Facebook too, but we'll Hopefully. see. Yeah. Yes. But uh, to get into what you were uh, talking about, we like to, you know, have the yucks. We like to, you know, joke around a little bit, try to have a little fun. But this is uh, a, a banner night, I guess you would say, in the United States. Uh, something that happened. Uh, not a good, in a, in a, in a bad yes, way. It, it, yes, it's not something that I thought would ever happen. Really? I really didn't think it would ever. Honestly, this, I did not actually, I thought it was like, I knew it wasn't cemented in stone, but I thought it was basically cemented in stone, that it was kind of going to just be the thing for the future. I figured we weren't in the Dark Ages anymore, but uh, they've overturned Roe v. Wade. They have decided to, against everything they said when they were taking the uh, the Supreme Court, when they were entering the Supreme Court, against everything that they all said, oh, we're not going to touch Roe v. Wade, we're not going to touch Roe v. Wade, they decided to touch Roe v. Wade. It, I, and I want to ask you because you know a lot more. You're not obviously a lawyer or like I've never the passed law, the bar. No, but you are a politician now. But you are also very much more knowledgeable about a lot of these things than I am. Isn't there like some kind of avenue that the people can take when a Supreme Court justice says they're not going to do something, and then they almost immediately turn around and do the thing they said they would never do to get the office? Like they all said, they all said we're not touching Roe v. Wade. But when they were, you know, having their little interview court thing, whatever nonsense they were doing to see if they could uh, be a Supreme Court justice, they all said we're not touching Roe v. Wade. And then they turn around and all voted—not all the Supreme Court justices, but all the ones that said this—all voted to take away Roe v. Wade to to 
no longer have any protections under that. Isn't there like an avenue we can be like, well, you fucking lied. You just straight up lied. You said you weren't going to do it and you did it. Not really. No, no. Uh, Supreme court justices are appointed for life or until they decide to step down. But I mean, they, they can be impeached, but like you were asking, not by the people that needs to be done by the Senate. Don't we, don't we have like majority Senate? It, like, well, right now, like, don't we? What do you mean by we? Like Democrats, don't we have like majority Senate at the moment? The Democrat right now, the makeup of the Senate is fifty Democrats, fifty Republicans. So if it's a party line vote, fifty fifty, then the vice president, Vice President Harris, who's a Democrat, would cast the tie. But there's two obstacles for that. Yeah. The first thing are two Democratic senators, uh, Joe Manchin from West Virginia and Kristen Sinema from Arizona. They are both very conservative Democrats, and they both tend to vote with the Republicans. And they both are in favor of abolishing abortion. So right there alone... Even though it's a 50-50 split in the Senate, two Democrats vote with the Republicans. That makes it, what, 52-48, if my math is correct? Correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that, that, that's why. The well, second reason is something called the filibuster. Yeah. And we know how shitty that is. The filibuster needs to go. Filibuster needs to go, definitely. It's a, it, yeah, it's a way... I've it's, been telling you for years, everything needs a term limit. Every fucking one of these people need a goddamn yes, term limit. Yes. I've been saying it for years. Every political office needs to have some kind of term limit. They, I, oh, It's ridiculous. It's insane. And there was a time that I disagreed with you on that. Because I thought to myself, well... Think about it like this. What if you get a really, really good senator, a really great representative, you know, somebody yeah. who's awesome and they love their job and they really they really work for the people, then they should they should stay there as long as they're being productive. You know, there shouldn't be a term limit that makes somebody who's doing a great job be forced to leave. And they say, well, somebody's so terrible and they do it forever. We have term limits called elections. Somebody's so bad, you vote them out. That was my mentality. I have since changed on that, Adam. And now I'm with you. I am in favor of term limits because I've come to the realization, which I should have come to this sooner, but people are stupid. Voters, American voters, are dumb. And they don't care. They treat politics like it's their favorite sports team. It, and you do. do or die, you ride or die with your team no matter what. This is why, and that shouldn't happen. This is why, I'm sorry, but I hate the American football culture. And I, I know that it's like... Fair, fair. Every country has like their sports that they like and they're passionate about and everything like that. But American football culture takes it to the extreme. Like, if you are a Steelers fan... You're ride or die, Steelers. And Don't I am. fucking say I anything am. about the goddamn Steelers, or we're gonna fuck you up. Or if you're an Eagles fan, we're gonna fucking destroy Philadelphia whenever it's um, it, good or bad. Eagles do good oh, or bad. Yeah. We're gonna destroy Philadelphia. It doesn't matter. And it's that. It's the that the Eagles absolutely suck. Finish last place, and they burn the city down because they're mad. The Eagles won the Super Bowl, and they're happy. They're the best team. 
And they burn the city down because yeah, they're happy. Much, yeah, that, much, yeah, that's the thing that happens. So yeah. it's kind of it feels like that same nature where now things have shifted. It wasn't like this our entire lives. It was not this bad. But now, now that we've let unhinged celebrities or just celebrities in general like be more popular in like political office, it feels like yeah. now you're no longer like oh, I kind of like that person because they they say what I like to say or like to think. To I'm a big fan of that. If you're a fan of any politician, look, I like Bernie Sanders. I'm not a fan of Bernie Sanders because he's a public servant. The dude is just he's doing a job. Like I'm not. A, it's not like I have Bernie Sanders posters. I don't have Bernie 2024 sitting outside of my fucking apartment. I don't have any of that nonsense because they're public servants. They're not so. They used to not be celebrities. <laughs> I, had to, I had to make sure I fixed that real quick before I, that came out of my mouth. They used to not be celebrities, and now they're fucking celebrities. And they're now people are ride or die Trump or ride or die DeSantis or fucking whoever. Like it makes no goddamn sense for people to be this passionate about. Be passionate about the things you like, but don't be passionate about one fucking person in office. That's stupid. That's be passionate dumb. about issues. Yes, the issues themselves, sure. Not the fucking people. And, Shut and up. We're seeing that a lot today with the abortion, with, with Roe versus Wade getting overturned today. It, it's it's mind-boggling. The majority, the overwhelming majority of Americans... Most ag- Americans, more than 50% Americans... Way more. Yeah. Agree with it. Agree with body anatomy... Not agree, not agree with overturning Roe v. Wade. Agree with having the Roe That's, v. Wade. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a woman's right to choose yes. and and being able to make that choice. People have people have had these arguments with me a lot, and they've always said, "Well, you know what? What about the father? Like the father's part of that that situation too. The woman shouldn't have sole autonomy over that because the father. What if the father wants to have a kid and everything like that? And they got to you know, shouldn't the father have a say in it? It's like. When we develop medical technology and the know-how to transfer that fetus so that the man can carry it to term, then the dad can have a say. Then he can have a say. Until then, no, you're not carrying it to term. You're not dealing with the issues of it. You're not risking. Childbirth is sometimes life risking. So you're, if you don't have to deal with it, you shouldn't have any say over it. I will Why? say the, the pro-life crowd, they are the minority but they are very, very vocal. I don't say loud. That's what I was going to say. They're loud. Loud. They're, they're passionate. And I know people personally who are one single issue voters. And that one single issue is abortion. They will vote Republican and you know straight what? ticket. Because of abortion, because they were drilled, they think abortion is the most horrible thing, and they were drilled into your head that Democrats for abortion, Republicans against abortion. Well, that's not always the case. No, but that's what these people are. Well, now that Roe versus Wade has been overturned, I'd be willing to fucking bet that these one-issue abortion voters are still going to vote Republican. Yeah, it, 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 it was. It was all. It was all bullshit. I, I, it's okay to hate abortion. Nobody's saying you don't have to like abortion. Nobody's saying you have. You don't to like, like it, it. Don't have one. Yeah, seriously. Like if you can absolutely hate abortion all you want, nobody's forcing anybody to get an abortion. So at the time, 
before today, mm-hmm. nobody forced you to get an abortion. You could either choose to have one or you could choose to not have one. Now, in a lot of states, the choice is being taken away. There's a there's a difference between our arguments uh, between like us and the people out there that are all for this. Now you're forcing your, and I'm going to say religious beliefs, even though I don't know if at any point in the Bible it ever talks about abortion. I don't never, know this. Never, it doesn't. So I've read it. But like, even even if it does, though, like you're forcing your religious beliefs onto other people. We are not a theocracy. No, we are not. We there's are a not of, a Christian there's a nation. There's a lot of people that are chanting and screaming, we need to bring God back into this country. No, we don't. God never left this fucking country. We have no... We have no state religion, no. although people would love us to be this Christian country. We are not. Yeah. We are not. No, you want to live not. in a theocracy? Go to Iran. <clears throat> go to Saudi Arabia. Go to Vatican City. Go, go to one of those places. I've, I've, I've seen a, uh, one or two people who came from like the Middle East who escaped like the poor lifestyle that women have there. It's, it's, a, it's a woman, and she was talking about like this is like how this shit starts. You have now... Mm-hmm. Christian Taliban essentially because they are forcing their beliefs onto the entire populace. It's like a Margaret. It's like a Margaret Atwood book. It's it's like Handmaid's Tale. You are literally forcing your. Think about the Taliban. Think about the Middle. Think about the Middle East and your all your stereotypes for everybody in the Middle East. Think about all all your stereotypes for any brown people over there. Their big stereotype is they all force their religion onto the people, and you hate that. But because it's God and it's Christianity, it's okay to force your religion onto people. It makes no, you're hypocrites. It's it's hypoc- It's hypocrisy at its finest. I have two daughters. I am terrified for them. I am terrified for their future. And I was reading something. You'll find this interesting. All right. I was reading something written by an attorney, a much smarter person than either of us, yes. and he was saying that that the decision came down to and something that they cited was an 1846 ruling that said witches needed to have a trial before the states could put them to death but it was basically saying the states could do this yeah. so it was like a, a thing but it opens up now that Roe vs. Wade it opens up it's a slippery slope that now, next year or the year after, they're going to come after same-sex marriage. And they're going to abolish that. And they're going to come after interracial marriage. And they're going to abolish that. Like, this is where we're headed. Anybody out there who's saying, shut up, you guys. You don't know what you're talking about. They're not going to abolish interracial marriage. They're not going to abolish same-sex marriage. It's, it's their whatever. They're not going to do that. There, there are some Republicans that have gone on Twitter and already teased certain uh, Supreme Court arguments, uh, uh, precedents that involve these same things. There's yes. precedents they've teased, but we're coming for this next and mm-hmm. has to do with same-sex marriage and has to do... Uh, uh, the, the one one of the ones they're coming for is uh, that or they tease that they want to or one or two of them uh, did this on Twitter has to do with a precedent that allows married couples to have contraceptives. And they want to make it so that if you're married, you can't have contraceptives. And they, and obviously, they want to go even further than that. They want to make it so contraceptives are illegal in this country. If you, Scott, and everybody else out there, if you're so against abortion and you're so against aborting babies, don't you want more protection so that maybe people don't get pregnant and maybe that'll lower the abortion rates? I'm just wondering. Also, also don't you want more same-sex couples 
just so that you know they can't get each other pregnant. Did you just, just hit saying? it with an also also? Yeah, yeah. And also, also also also. But yeah, <laughs> you, if you if you, you would think you would. This is this is George Carlin. I mean, you would think if you really really cared about abortion, you would want more same sex couples and more protection out there. No, it's nothing to do with that. It has to do uh, very conspiracy as kind of talk about this kind of thing. But a Here lot of you it, go with your conspiracy theories. But a theories. lot of it, I've I've heard people talk about this kind of stuff, and I don't know how true this is. But a lot of it might have to do with the fact that they're worried that the white person, the white European national, is be, still slowly becoming a minority in this country, and so they want more white people. So you're saying white people are becoming a minority? They're sl- the as. Things become more and more diverse as the decades go on. They're worried white people are going to become a minority. So. Ask you a question. Yeah. So what? Yeah. So the fuck what? Who gives a shit? So what? This country was meant to be a melting pot. This country is. Give me your tired, your poor, your downtrodden, whatever the fuck the. You know the thing. I know the thing. I know the first <laughs> few lines of the thing. No, but like this whole point of the country is supposed to be a melting pot. It was supposed to be. I, I like to think it's supposed to be a kind of country where anybody can fucking come. That's what I grew up thinking it should be. A country where anybody can fucking come. Anybody can come here with two sticks and a stone and work themselves up and maybe own their own business someday. That was like, that was the American dream. I don't know about you, but I got two stones and a stick. We're not Klingon. Sorry. <laughs> um, um, it's just, it's, it's sad and it's horrible and it is... Here, so part of the, we have to take part of the blame. Maybe, maybe not you. I don't know. You're very outspoken, but I feel like Democrats, not just politicians, but regular citizens, also have to take part of the blame. Is I feel like a lot of us thought we live in the 21st century. This is the 2020s. That's the Dark Ages thought. There's a lot of people are talking about doing it, but it'll never get overturned because we've moved past that. It's it's basically all but in name cemented in stone, and I think the fucking uh, rug was just pulled up from underneath all of us because I honestly didn't think it was actually going to go through. I thought, see, that's where we differ. Yeah, that's where we differ. I I always felt that this was inevitable. Um, I'm disappointed, but not surprised, especially since, and we talked about this on the show before, the, the ruling was leaked like a month or so ago. Yeah which is unheard of for the Supreme Court. So we kind of got a heads up, like, hey, next month, they're probably going to overturn Roe. And a, mo- a month later, here we are. So, yeah, we can be pissed, but we really shouldn't be surprised. No. It, it, this, this is what they always wanted. Those Supreme Court justices, when they were going through their hearings and the Senate was asking them the questions, and they might have said, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to touch Roe. We all know, especially yeah. the last three that Trump appointed. Yeah. We all know he would have never appointed them if he hadn't met with them on the sly and said, hey, the opportunity comes up. You getting rid of Roe? And they said, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. May I have another, sir. Yeah. Of course they did. So they lied to the committee, but you, everybody knew they were, at the, when they were lying to the committee, we knew they were lying yeah, to the committee. Yeah, we knew it. Like, uh. this is who they are. They were conservative idiots. It they were going to do this from the from the moment and i do i agree with you i blame democrats democrats for being too damn pussy yeah they're being too damn always when soft about when everything. president obama was in office and we had control of the senate 
Better than we do 50-50 now, more than we did now. We control Congress. We had the presidency, the Senate, and the Congress. He had opportunity to not just let Roe versus Wade, let abortion be a court ruling, but he, he had the ability to make it into a law. Yeah. Court rulings can be overturned. Yes. It's harder to undo a law. Obama could have done that. He didn't. He was too concerned with winning re-election. Yeah. And felt like that's too much of a controversial issue. And here we are. Now, the Republicans on the flip side of things, they get one little chance that they could do something. They do it. They had to cheat, lie, and steal to get this supermajority 6-3 of the Supreme Court. I mean, when Scalia died and and, uh, McConnell refused would stop wouldn't yeah. let obama appoint his replacement that was that was criminal we all, we, and all, then, we all saw that coming like when it was happening like it was last, obama's last term his last year his last year Trump was going to be coming in office they fucking blocked him left right and center every single time he wanted to fucking appoint somebody he wait yes the, uh, scalia passed away and the constitution says the president gets to pick this yes and and McConnell, who was in charge of the Senate at the time, refused to allow it to even come to a vote. He waited long enough for Trump to get into office yeah. and allowed Trump to pick it. Then, Trump's last year, what happened? Ginsburg died. And he did the exact opposite. He rushed it yeah. before Biden could get in there and appoint somebody. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's criminal. It's unethical. And it's wrong. And they had to, do, they had to play that way to get a 6-3 majority. Democrats wouldn't have done that. They would have played nice. Yes. I'm sick of playing nice. It's time to go nuclear. It's time to end the filibuster. It's time to pack the court. And it's time to make abortion, same-sex marriage, make these laws so they can't be overturned no by a stupid court. There's no reason why they shouldn't. There's no reason any of you fuckers out there who hate same-sex marriage, you can hate it all you want, but it doesn't bug you. It doesn't do anything to you. It's it's like it's like anything else in, in entertainment, movies. You don't like it, change the channel. You don't like it, look away. It's time. Nobody's fucking bothering you. Leave, leave it alone. Who gives a shit? It's time to vote in November. I don't care. You need to get off your asses and vote because when you don't, this is what happens. They got a problem in Florida. You hear about the problem in Florida? What's the problem in Florida? Jewish, they got lots Jewish, of problems. Jewish people? Do you hear about the Jewish people thing? Wait, so, uh, wait, so there's a Jewish... wait, is this anti-Semitic? No, 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 no. They got a problem in Florida to Jewish people? No, 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 no. So apparently, and I've seen, I've heard a couple stories about this. I didn't know this. I don't know how true this is because I don't know much about the Jewish religion. But <laughs> there's a synagogue suing in Florida because they apparently have it within their beliefs, within their religious beliefs. So therefore, this anti-abortion thing that they're doing would be against their beliefs. They have it in their beliefs that if the fetus or the baby that the woman is carrying is in any way shown to be a danger to the mother, where if she doesn't have it aborted, she will die. They have it in their belief that she has an obligation to have it aborted because mm. you have to save the, the mother's life. This is going to be a court case. It's what, it's what I'm talking about. This is religious freedom versus appara- anti-abortion. Yes, they are apparently suing. So Florida has a fucking problem. I think, it, I think it's Florida that... Uh, this is going It'll on. go to the Supreme Court. You'll see. We'll yeah. see what comes out of it there. But that's before anybody says "fuck you." Just Jewish is Judaism is way fucking older than Christianity or Catholicism. Shut the fuck up. All right, super sorry. Like Jew, you can trace 
the Jewish religion way back to like year 5000 BC. Judaism, yeah. Uh, like you can, of the three like, Western like, religions, like it's the, the oldest. What's the, uh, the cradle of life? You could tr- trace it all the way back to the cradle of life. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's sad. It's disappointing. And I, have hope, a friend, I, I, I have a friend who's a Jew. I'll ask yeah, her. Yeah, ask, ask them I'll if ask that's her. any true. And I believe I have heard that. Like, yeah. a, a, abortion so. is protected by the Jewish faith. Yes. But I could be wrong there. Again, yeah, I'm not it's, Jewish. So. I'm hoping that this l- kicks the ass of... It's not going to do anything to the politicians. They're 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 gonna they're, no, not, they're not gonna do anything. But they're I'm still hoping... gonna get their they're still gonna knock up their mistresses yeah. and they're still gonna be able what to I'm, afford what I'm abortions. Is, I'm hope this I hope this lights the fire underneath a lot of just fucking citizens, regular Democrats who are like, we need to get to the fucking voting booth. It doesn't vote. have to be Democrats. I know it doesn't have to be. It Democrats, doesn't have. But... It, it it can be people who are like yeah like like me. Yes, I yes I am a registered Democrat, but I'm only a registered Democrat because in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania where we live, we don't have open primaries. So you have to be registered registered either Democrat yes. or Republican to vote in the primaries. Which makes no I fucking want, sense. At it all. doesn't make sense. I want to participate in the primaries, so I had to pick one or the other. Yes. I picked the lesser of two evils in my humble opinion. Yes. But I'm fucking pissed at the Democrats. I, isn't Pennsylvania still undecided as to whether it's going to be illegal to have an abortion here or not? Right I think now, I think st- it's still legal, but I think they're undecided. I, I know exactly what's happening. Right now, abortion is still legal in Pennsylvania. The General Assembly and the State Senate are both controlled by Republicans, only because they gerrymandered so bad the districts. Yeah, um, they're voting. They're sending a bill to the governor's desk to outlaw abortion. Governor Wolf has said he will veto the bill. Yeah. So it's done. November, we've got an election. Josh Shapiro versus Doug Mastriano. Doug Mastriano participated in the January 6th riots, the insurrection, and he's he won the nomination. He's running. He has said, send that bill to my desk. I will sign it and outlaw abortion. Josh Shapiro said, I will do the same thing Governor Wolf is doing. I will veto it. So there's your option. What do you want to happen in November? Vote for Shapiro or vote for Mastriano? You vote for Shapiro to preserve abortion. But here's the next thing. The Pennsylvania Constitution has a way to circumvent that. You can put ballot initiatives on, a question, where people can vote on it. So right now, the Republicans are waiting to see what happens in the election. If Mastriano wins, they're like, great, we'll pass it, we'll have him sign it, abortion's done. But if Shapiro wins, he'll veto it. So they said, all right, then in 2023, we're going to put it on the ballot. So each and every person of Pennsylvania, the last page, you'll get a question. Do you want to outlaw abortion? Yes, no. And since Pennsylvania started these ballot initiatives, every single question that has ever been on the ballot has always been the Yes. Just because people are like, yes, whatever. Yes, whatever. Yes, whatever. You need to read the fucking ballots, I know. People. You need this to is read exa- the ballots. I, yeah, I can see your face. You're getting so worked up. You need yes. to use your grade school fucking education that I know you most of you all have. <laughs> You're getting so mad. And read the words. So lines make letters. Letters make words. Words make sentences. Read the fucking sentences words. Sentences make paragraphs. I may, I'm making another drink. Okay. I gotta, I gotta... So I'll... I'll, I'll I'll handle it. I'll handle it while you're gone. Um, so, yeah. So Pennsylvania isn't in the clear 
We have a big election in November. We gotta we gotta vote for Josh Shapiro, and then after that, they're gonna put it on the ballot, and we're gonna have to vote it down. That's what it's gonna come down to. But it's it's gonna be ticky tacky. So who knows who knows what's gonna happen there. Um, but there's so many states, and, and you know, I posted a meme on social media earlier, and I, I, I honest to God think I mean it. If you are someone who lives in a state like Tennessee, West Virginia, Texas, Mississippi, Florida, possibly, and you need to have an abortion, which is health care, by the way, life-saving measures, yes. and your state prevents you, come to Pennsylvania. I, you, can, you can stay with me or Adam. You gotta, we you- can take you to a clinic. We can help you get the service you need, and we won't say a damn word about it. You can say you're coming here to go on a fishing trip. We got great fishing you guys gotta here make in Pennsylvania. Sure, you got to make sure they don't fucking find out about it because you're going to go to jail. For oh, yeah. Back. Oh, no. I would say move, honestly. You're if not you, coming here for the abortion. If you can, and if you're one of those states and you can, I say fucking move. Mountain biking? Mountain biking is a lot of fun. Pennsylvania is the mecca for trails. We've got trails. Come here. Camp. Come camping with us. We have beautiful wilderness here. Just come to Pennsylvania. I mean, we can help you out, and we won't tell anyone. I heard my mother. I was my mother, very avid feminist. Obviously, we're all feminists, but she's like the hardcore kind of feminist, and she is absolutely livid. She is. She should be. Yeah, she should be. My wife is so fucking angry. She's so like irritated by it and i don't blame her we, we talk about it all the time we talk about it all the time she I, she told me and i don't know how true this is i have to look it up she told me dick sporting goods said that they were they want to support any woman that wants to travel across state lines to have an abortion they absolutely support them in any way that they possibly can whether it's like money or something or whatever dick sporting goods headquarters is located in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. But there's dicks, sporting goods all over the country. Yes. So there's going to be dicks in states that don't allow you. They, they, so they're saying they, our employees, yes, come. Yeah, they've, they've come out and said, we absolutely support our employee, our, our people to have uh, the right to do whatever the this, fuck they this want. This might be surprising to you, but, but another company also said that the same thing. Do you know who it is? Who? The Walt Disney Corporation. Really? They said the same thing. And my wife, Kristen, she goes, Really? I always thought Disney was a pretty conservative company. I said, no. Walt and Roy Disney were conservatives, but they've both been dead forever. But Michael Eisner, Bob Iger, Bob Chapek, they're all pretty lefties, you know? Yes. And I wouldn't say that Disney is a conservative company. They are a capitalist company. Yes. There is a difference. They will bust up unions and put their workers through hell. They'll do anything to make a buck. But when it comes to civil rights issues or human rights issues or, or social issues, they usually are on the right side of things. That's why DeSantis and Disney are at odds right now because yeah. Disney was against his don't say gay bill. And now Disney's against this anti-abortion. So You don't fuck with Disney. I love Disney. You are very critical of Disney and rightfully so. You should be, especially when it comes to their capitalistic yes. models. But when it comes to this, I feel like they are on the right side of history. And so is Dick's Sporting Goods. God bless yes. them. Yes. Thank you. It, seriously, like, we, jo- we joke around a lot on the show. But honest, honest to goodness, people, 
get out and vote. It is very, it's so important for you to vote and it's so important for you to read what you're voting for. Don't just vote this- just willy-nilly. Read the ballot. You Even if it's a long line, don't feel rushed. You have your right to vote as everybody else in line does. And, and I want to apologize because... A lot of times, for your distractions, pretty lighthearted. We try. We, we we make dick and fart jokes, and we talk about pop culture and you know things on movies and TV shows, and we try to steer clear of politics. It comes up. It does. It, does, it but, has to sometimes. But, but this show is is kind of heavy, Doc. It and, is. I and I apologize, but we're we're two men here <laughs> sitting in sitting in the bear cave. We're fired up. Yeah. And. So, again, I'm sorry, but let us... You need to get mad. You should. You should be angry. If you are not angry about it, you should be. And we've been going at this for a long time, I know. But, like, in all honesty, I don't have much else to talk about in this show because this is all that's been on my mind for the past couple days. This is all I've been thinking about. Well, I'm going to fill my drink, so... You go ahead and fill your drink. Um, Yeah, you guys absolutely should be angry. And if you're not angry about this, like, what else are you going to be angry about? I mean... Maybe, I don't know. I f- I'm I'm flubbing it here, and I'm absolutely, and I know, and I realize that, but it's because like, what else can I say about it? Like, this country is not founded on. It there may have been a lot of Christians and Catholics that came over here first, but there were a lot of other people of other different religions that came, people that came over here too. And this country is always supposed to been, as I've grown up, the f- country of freedom. Like you do. As long as you don't hurt other people, you do what you want to do, how you want to do it. You believe what you want to believe, how you want to believe it. All right, I'm back. Yeah, you're, you were, you're back. Uh, you, were, you were struggling there for a minute. No, I was because... You were struggling. I, I'm cause I, back. Because I just don't have much else to say about it other than fucking get out and vote. So two okay. things I want to mention before we move on. Yes. Two things. And there's one thing. And our good friend, Mike Deloney, listens to every show. Um... He probably turned this one off by now. Probably. He's he's our conservative friend, but uh, I want to bring something up that, that he, he can attest to. When we were young, we went to school together at a private parochial Catholic school. And um, we know the Catholics are very adamantly in-your-face pro-life. Yes. So much so that when I was in, I want to say like sixth grade, fifth grade maybe, every year they would have a bus and they would have kids sign permission slips and they would bus them to Washington, D.C. to take place in the March for Life march. Which is very immoral thing, I think, to say it, to bus it is kids. So in, it is very much indoctrination. Yes. And my, my two best friends in school were Mike and Pat. And Pat is now a college professor and he has seen the light. But back then, he was a pretty conservative guy. He'll admit to it. And I was the only one at the time who, who wasn't. And you're that young. You don't know how the world works. No, you don't. You just hear, you don't really par- know. You hear what your parents say and you just mimic it. And it wasn't so much my parents who I got it from. It was my, my grandmother who I got a lot of my beliefs from her. She's a, a wonderful, wonderful woman. And so I... I remember they were like, come, come, come to Washington with us. I was like, I'm not going there. I, I'm pro-choice. Like, I believe in a woman's right. I, I'm, I'm, against, I, I'm against abolishing abortion. And I remember both of them were like, so what? So what? Just come. It'll be fun. We'll, we'll do fun. I, I, I stuck to my guns. 
in fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, they went every year. I never went one time. I remember my grandmother went to one of those. She, she did. She did. She actually, I think she went to a couple of them, but she tried to get me to go once, and I was like, "No, I'm not." A going. March for Life. Yeah. Is like, your is your grandmother? Uh, have you talked to her about this? She is a Democrat, but she is against abortion. She is. Okay. Some, she's probably not too pissed off that abortion's gone. Right okay. Now. So that's what it is. She hates Trump, but she doesn't really i think she's very much like okay cool abortions like gone i love it because she's well, very you, religious your grandma she, your grandma catholic i don't know because i don't even think she knows because she jumps around from church to church you sometimes. said she goes to that baptist church that kind of by her yeah but she hasn't always gone there no i think she i think she goes there because it's nice and She's, it's she's, like a mega church. Yeah, it's basically kind of what it it's is. Our it's our version it, of like there's a coffee shop and a bookstore in it. The chapel has a big guest like, fucking projector G- screen TV. If and, Jesus showed up, he'd be flipping the tables like he did at the temple when yeah, the, they he, were doing the money changing. Yeah. yeah. She's I don't think she's any one thing. She might be Catholic or something like that, but I don't I don't necessarily know if she's any one thing. So I think she just goes to churches she likes. Okay. But she well. definitely tried to get me to go to one of those one year and I was like, no. It's like you can go to Washington D.C. That's what my friends as, were like. As they we'll were like, come. We'll yeah. Washington D.C. is cool. It's like we'll go a, to the Smithsonian and shit. It's not about what we're going up for, you know. Washington D.C. is really cool. It's to be a cool experience. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm good. I'm I don't really want to get on the Greyhound and fucking drive up there and shit like that. She got on the Greyhound, so unreal. Yeah. So another thing, the other thing I wanted to say before we'll, 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 yes, we'll attempt, attempt to move on here. Um, we don't want to beat a dead horse. But, yeah, I think we've already beat uh, it. The, Smith, uh, the Smithsonian, listen to me. The Supreme Court had another ruling that is kind of being overshadowed by the abolishing of Roe versus Wade. As these things tend to be. The school vouchers. Did you hear about this one? I did not. So basically, this ruling, it's awful. And you and I are both unique. Adam, because you attended both public and private school. I did. I also attended both public and private schools. So I think you and I have a similar view of this thing. There's pros and cons to each of them. Yes. You know, education isn't one size fits all. There's some people that private school work for you, public school won't. Other people are the other way around. And that's that's fine. So this new voucher rule basically says private schools, charter schools, Montessori schools, parochial schools, Catholic schools, the whole lot of them, they can now take taxpayer money. Really? And they're taking it away from the public schools. They've always been about, Republicans have always been about they pri- want to, privatization of They everything. want to privatize the schools. Yeah. They don't want teachers' unions to be a thing. They think teachers make too much money. They want to pay them less. My mother is a teacher at a private school. My wife is a teacher at a public school. My wife makes more than my mother. My wife has been a teacher for 15 years. My mother's been a teacher for 35 years. And my wife makes more because... Public schools pay more. Yeah. Now, neither one of them make a lot of money. Let, no. me, let me just throw that out there. It's, it's rotten how much we pay teachers in this country. And the Republicans want to pay less. This voucher bill is absolutely disgusting. It is going to be the end of public education. And it's going to be sad. And you heard it here first. Watch this space. It's been a shitty day. 
It has been a shitty day. How the fuck are people... How the fuck is people going to send their kids to school if all schools are private? You know what, Adam? I'm so disappointed. I think it's time for a shot. It is. I've Tell got, us about these shots. I got these little shots right here. Uh, I got it on my... I went to Indiana, PA uh, last weekend. Oh, fun. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. yeah, and I was hanging out. And uh, I was... This girl that I'm seeing, we were hanging out. We decided to get these shots. We got a variety pack of these things. We drank a bunch... It was a 15 pack. So wow. I, I have four. <laughs> you have four left. We did them all in one night. So... These uh, aren't, they're these not things. super strong, no, though, right? They're like 20% uh, alcohol for the volume. They're not <laughs> strong at all. Um, but it's like a little variety pack of different things. Uh, we split them up. Each ones are different. I've got the Strawberry Sunday, which is a vodka drink. Uh, and I've got the Miami Vice, which is a strawberry daiquiri vodka. All right. That's cool. You've got a. Uh, you, you gave got? me this one. I did, I, I did not pick this one. You I, forced I, me to take yes. this one. It is the Rattlesnake. Yeah. It is tequila. And lime and salt. Okay, that sounds horrible. Yes. It's, and it's not going to be fun, that one. I hate tequila, so if I puke, I'm making sure I miss the toilet at least once. <laughs> That's on you. The second one, I did just clean this I've had today. this one before. If this you've is, had it before, then why the fuck are you doing one of these other ones? Because you it's fucking good. Uh, it's the Washington. I haven't had, no, listen, I haven't had this little guy. I've had like a bartender <laughs> make it. This is the Washington Apple. This is, uh, it's, this one says liqueur, but I thought it was 99 apples. But maybe this isn't 99 apples because it's a lot less. It is... Uh, oh, this says liqueur with whiskey yeah, I see the and sour right apple. So the Miami Vice is pina colada, rum, vodka, and cream with natural and artificial flavors. And the strawberry sundae is... Uh, Vanilla vodka with cream and artificial flavors. This is vanilla vodka. All right. And, yeah, because all right. it's been such a shitty day, I'm going to do the rattlesnake first. Yeah, hit that first. I'm going to do the Miami Vice first. Oh, God. What am I doing? You're doing something Me and fun. tequila are not friends. I drank too much tequila one time. My mother loves margaritas, and I wasn't 21. And I stole a bottle of Jose from her liquor cabinet. Took it to a See, party. See, here's the problem with these little shot glasses. They're very, they're very cool. I'm going to move the mic a little bit. They're very cool, but the problem is they have this... <gasps> They have this little line that kind of divides like the two different like yeah, ingredients the fuck they is have. That? You have to drink it so that the lines in the middle like you can't drink it from the you have to drink it like this because if you do it the other way like not you're not unless you want to put your whole fucking mouth over it which I guess we can but like you kind of dr- drink it at the dividing line. Oh jeez. So. Remember when we used to do penalty shots? Yeah, I remember that. We did that like twice maybe. It 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 ended it was, poorly. It was a it was a thing where it's like we had I think it was like it was you me Mike Brandon was on the show, and I think Pat was here too at the time. We had a we had a squad. It was a squad there, and we all picked like a thing that we all do all the time. And it was like, if you do it, we're gonna call a shot on you. And I did so many shots because I I cuss all the time. And no, no, I remember like, the one time I said, every time you say and something like, and stuff like that, yeah, and stuff like that. And I said you that have all to take a shot all the time. I was and fucked. You up. got me one time with every time you click a pen. Yeah, and I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> There's no pens to click around here. No, I actually we're not at the big table anymore, no, so there's no, no pens. Tiny boy. Thank God. All right, so oh, uh, let's do a shot. Let's, let's okay. do one of these little clink and Ready? click. Ting around, around the, the head. head. Who, Who said head? head? I'll, I'll drink, drink to, to that. that. Oh God. Mm, that is delicious. That is good. That good, was good, not good, 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 good. No, 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 no. We'll do the other shot a little later. We're not going to do it now. We'll do it a little later. We'll do it at the end. Yeah. Yeah. 
So tequila. So she had one. And then I, there were three in each of each of these sides. She had one. I had the other one. I was like, I'm going to save this one for Scott. So That'll pucker up your butthole. Yeah, it will. Hoo-wee. All right. It wasn't too super strong. No, it's not. They're um, not strong shots. They're not real shots. It wasn't super strong. It's just, I don't like the taste of it. No. I started telling you I stole a bottle of my mom's Jose Cuervo that she used for her margaritas. I went to a party. Uh, my grandparents' house. They were in Florida. I had a banger. And I drank it like all myself. And I was puking in the backyard, vomited up tequila. I was, we hit, they had this garage that had like this like antenna with like you could climb it. I got on the garage <laughs> and I was like sleeping on the roof of the garage. <laughs> so tequila and I, we haven't been on good terms since then. The first time I ever got drunk, I was at your house. I was at a house party uh, that you were hosting. That's and that's a proud moment. Yeah, you got me drunk for the first time in my life on fucking PBR. Oh, it was PBR that I was drinking. It was terrible. You know, PBR me ASAP. But I did get drunk. I drank a lot of. You know what they say? Beer. You know what they say about PBR, right? What? When the ribbon is blue, that means it's good to drink it. It's never good to drink it. The ribbon's always blue. Even if the ribbon's blue, it's never good to drink. <laughs> I definitely fell down your stairs a few times that night. I Dude, will say you that. must have drank a lot of PBR because that's kind of a. In fairness, I'd never drank before, so like when you're that. How old were you? Twenty. Nineteen, twenty, something like that. You had never drank before being nineteen. I'd never drank before. No, oh, I, I think I was nineteen. Yes, and I because here's the thing: like I didn't have. A large group of friends, and even the friends that I had at the rink before I graduated high school, I didn't really hang out with you guys a lot. It was like I talked to you at work, and then it's like, work's over, time to go home, and I would go home, and that would be the end of it. And then I graduated high school and got my first car, got my driver's license, all that shit, and I was like, now I'm fucking bussing around uh, Hermitage PA. You were bussing. Yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, uh, I cre. I have something else to talk about too. Oh. I can't believe this fucking. It's a, it's a, are we moving on to entertainment? Oh, stuff? we're moving on. We're moving on to entertainment stuff. We're I fucking watched Ghostbusters. Oh, I finally watched. We can talk about that. Who are you gonna call? Right, I watched that like yesterday. How did I forget about that? I was working out, having a good lifting session, and I was watching the fucking movie. How did I forget about that? What did you think? So, Ghostbusters Afterlife, and this is gonna be a spoiler. I'm, we're just gonna do spoilers. It's been out for a while. Um, so it wasn't bad. Wasn't a bad movie. It was and that's, an entertaining that's, that's movie. That's a star-studded for coming from this guy yes. right here, Mister Cynical. I do have a few problems, but it's not a bad movie. Mm-hmm. So, one of my big problems with the movie. So, I'm just gonna. We're not gonna go through the synopsis. I'm assuming you've watched it. If you haven't watched it, whatever. Just play. it's been out Fall, long enough. Yeah, follow along as best you can, I guess. So, Spangler's daughter and grandchildren move into his house after he died. Because he left them the house. and But he's haunting the house. When they show up. And he's haunting. He's, he's showing the granddaughter. Which I really like the cast. I was When I when I first saw the advertisement for the movie. It was Finn Wolfhard was playing. And he was like hot off of Stranger Things. And stuff like that. And he was in It and it, everything. Yeah, yeah. And I was like this is going to be like his movie. But it's not really his movie. It's no, the granddaughter. What do you think about Finn Wolfhard? I, I do like him. I do, do you? I do like A him. A lot of people don't. I, I think they don't like him because he's so hyped up right now. He was in It. He was in Stranger Things. Plus his fucking name, Wolfhard. Let's be honest. 
it's a badass name, dude. It is. Like, so had, I think because that can't be his real name, right? I think they were like, it was like a big daddy moment. We're like, oh, what do you want to call yourself? Frankenstein. I think he was like, woof hard. I think, like, I think his real last name a, is, is Canine Cock, but all right. You're going to change it to Wolf Hard. <laughs> I mean, I, I, do, I do like him. Okay. But I think people don't like him because he's so hyped up. Okay. It's like the. Um, Fucking what's her name that played Ellen at Stranger Things? Millie Bobby Millie Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. She's now, I very, like her. I, I like her too, but I think a lot of people might not like her. I don't really so like. I don't really care up. for Finn Wolfhard. Millie Bobby Brown, on the other hand, mm. I don't have a problem with Finn Wolfhard. I think he's fine. I think I don't think it's his fault. I think it's other people's fault why you don't like him because people, other people have talked a lot of shit. F, but I, but my but you gotta prob- remember the dude's, no, 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 dude's no, no, like no. still in high school. You're talking shit on a high schooler, basically. He's not a high. He's not high school now. Out of, now, yeah. Like Not I think the, I feel like maybe Millie Bobby Brown is now eighteen. Yes, is that okay? Yes, she's now eighteen. We're not going to open that can of worms. Yeah, don't. We're not going to pull Please a. Dra- we're not going to go Drake. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> don't get, get your thoughts, dude. I'm what sorry, are you doing? I'm sorry. I'm doing? sorry. I'm laughing at myself. So I don't. The tequila's it, hitting the brain. now. It is. It is. So t- Finn Wolfhard, he uh, he's just okay. Yeah, he's and not, at, he's at not first great. he got hyped. Yeah. He was hype, man. And I was—I never really saw it. Like it's, he was fine. It was the name. I'm telling you, it, it was. It the was, fucking he, name. was <laughs> he was fine in Stranger Things. Yeah, he wasn't the best. He was just okay. And then it, like, I think Dustin kind of stole things in Stranger Things. He kind of became, yeah, come, he slowly became the best. How come Dustin's not popping off? Because he was a nerdy dude with a lisp. They and were all but nerdy. Like he, a, he was like a super nerd because he had a lisp and everything like that. So he was like, he was like hyper nerd basically. But now it's like because now you know he's a funny ass fucking dude because that kid is funny in that, that kid show. is funny. He is hilarious. I've seen their TikToks. He's funny. Yeah, he's a funny dude. Um, That's the reason why him and what's his name have that like bromance. The older the older boy who's friends, with the, who's friends with the lesbian. Yeah. Harrington. They have that yeah. bromance going on a little bit. That's hilarious. I love it. I do like Stranger Things but anyway, Ghostbusters. Anyway, so it mainly it doesn't mainly revolve around her but a lot of it starts off with the granddaughter. She's amazing. In it. She's great. She's she, amazing. She's in basically it. like a Spangler clone, essentially. She plays him like she acts like Egon. Yes. So much. And I think she, she did is, a great she's job. She's really good in it. Yes. I really enjoyed like everything yes. she did. Um so Spangler my, my, here's here's one of my first problems with the Spangler is haunting the house and he's like kind of guiding her a little bit like showing like ooh like because she's a weirdo who doesn't believe in ghosts or anything she's a science person but she's like doesn't isn't the spangler who believes in ghosts but she's like there's some shit going on and then when things happen like at one point the ghost spangler you don't see him obviously but he flicks the chess piece across the room and she doesn't freak out and run away she's like oh that's interesting and then kind of falls and he's like guiding her to the chair so he in the beginning of the movie he captured it's a Zool fucking clone, by the way. Uh, he captured one of the dogs. The terror dog. In a ghost trap and hid it under the floor. And Zool needs that dog to fully come out and dominate the world. Why the fuck? It was hidden away. Nobody knew about it. And yet Spangler showed this little girl who knows nothing about what's going on this box hidden in the floor. Why? Why? All that happened was 
Paul Rudd showed up. They fucked around with the box with podcast. I hate podcasts so much. I hate that character so much. They fucked around podcasts and this little girl and Paul Rudd, and they let the demon dog out. The movie Zool doesn't get out if you don't fuck around and show her where the goddamn box is. Makes no fucking sense whatsoever. That's my that's my first problem with it. Hmm. The second problem I have with it is, so at the beginning of the movie, we have the person who's playing Spangler, but you don't see his face, obviously, because um, he's Harold dead. Ramis. Harold Ramis is dead, unfortunately. May he rest in peace. Um, he looked just like him. They did a good job casting that guy. They did. I mean, you saw he. You never really saw his face. He was in. He shadows. was always in the shadow. Yeah, and then in ghost form, he was kind of like translucent. They they definitely like. Mm-hmm. Did the Princess Leia thing on him? So, um, so he captures the demon dog apparently, and the other demon dog is chasing him down. Terra dogs. Whatever. He's a demon. They're dog. called Terra yeah, dogs. It's a fucking. De- it's a. There's it's the a key- dog from hell. There's the key master and there's the gatekeeper. Okay, you continue. Have, apparently, have to fuck before they release. That's the idea. Yeah. So, um, so captures the one dog. Here's my first problem. So he's able to capture the one dog in a regular trap. He lures the other dog to the super trap that fails because it's not ready. It needs to be fixed or something. It fails. Why didn't he just use another regular trap for the other demon dog? If he's able to catch the whole point of the super trap is to catch Zool. That's the point of the super trap to catch Zool and all the other ghosts that are fucking around. All right. But why didn't he just use a regular trap to catch the other demon dog? He died for no reason, basically, is what I'm saying. He died for zero reason. You see my, you see where I'm, I'm going with this? Yeah. Scott's like, it's a movie, Adam. Shut up. I can't blame it on the force. So <laughs> He's looking I'm, for I'm the at force a loss. excuse. I'm at a loss right now. Also, also, I have a problem with him. The also, way- also. That's the name of the show. Yeah. Also, also. I also have a problem with the way he died. He just gave up at the end. He's not. That's not what a Ghostbuster would do. Like, he realized his trap failed, so he hides... He, I don't know how the dog gave him so much time to hide this fucking box, because when she was, like, doing all that puzzle shit with the floorboards, it took forever just for the puzzle, so he's able to... Whatever. And then he just sits in the chair and waits for the dog to come kill him. You got a proton pack somewhere, I'm sure. Mount that fucking thing up and blast the dog and get away. The begin the the start of the the movie was good, but the excuse they made to start the story makes no fucking sense whatsoever. We've by got the way, un- by the we've way, got an unlicensed nuclear collider on our backs. <laughs> by the way, I I do like the movie, and it sounds like I don't like the movie. I'm trying to give you the things I hate before I tell you about, talk about the things I enjoy. All right, it wouldn't be in a podcast with Adam otherwise. Yes. Also, also, also. In the beginning of the movie, <laughs> in the beginning of the movie, he wrecks his truck in a cornfield that's right outside his house because you can see it. Because when he walks through the cornfield, he comes out right at his property where the trap is. Fast forward a week later, when his family comes, the corn is gone. It's just tall grass. Did you? Bring- was it tall grass? Yes, it was just tall grass. I thought it was the still corn. corn. Was, the corn was fucking gone. There was no corn in sight. All. St- part of this point the whole point of the whole thing the whole point of the joke is he's a dirt farmer he can't grow anything out there but there was corn at the beginning of the fucking movie on his property maybe he was driving through a different person's field but he after he wrecked the truck he walks out of the cornfield to his house he walked out right to his house 
It's just. I kind of loved the movie. It's, I it's loved not bad. all the it's Easter not eggs. Bad. It's not bad. Like I said, it's just the start. The excuse to get the plot rolling makes no fucking sense. After that, you get into the good stuff. You got Finn Wolfhard, who I guess can work on cars. We had no idea he could work on cars. There was nothing that alluded to that. Well, that's that's supposed but to be a thing about him. He can him. work on a car that is like decades old that hasn't been touched in a long time and somehow not pop his tires when he goes on that fucking uh, joyride through the grass field. One stray rock should have popped the tire, but I don't know. I How do you feel about reusing Zool, though? I, love, you, I liked you, it. You did? I don't know. I don't know. This is a rehash. Rehash. I, I don't know. She is the ultimate boss, the ultimate villain. So yeah. it was like... But, okay, so here's another point with Zul. So Zul finally comes out and is fucking shit up, fighting the Ghostbusters. We got old Ghostbusters come back at the end to make uh, a cameo. That was I like... I was rock That hard. was like the ejaculate okay. moment. Of like, oh, I was rock, here it comes. I was rock hard, and yeah. I'm not ashamed to tell everyone. I Bill Murray's great in everything. Bill Murray is awesome. I love Bill Murray, everything he does. Um, so wasn't the whole point of Zool, you pick the method of your destruction? Yes. That never fucking happened at all. She just fought them. She just fought the Ghostbusters. At no point did she ever let them pick the method of their destruction. How'd you feel about the little marshmallows? I hated it. I hated it. I hated that. That was stupid. That was dumb. It was fan service. And it was fan service. I know that, but it... It was to sell merch. Stupid. I know. I know. The Stay Puff bitch. I know. It's. It, I, I didn't like that. What did you do, Ray? I couldn't Are help you, it. Oh, and they brought that back. Are you a god? I'm so glad. He hesitates. Like, He's like, really? Ray, Ray, Ray? Really? We did this last time, Ray. <laughs> really? You know this answer. Yes, yes, we're gods. Yes. We're all gods here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So at the end of the movie, so here's, here's, here's the last thing I have a problem so with. This, this might be the last thing I have a problem with. At the end of the movie, they brought the CGI Spangler back. Whenever, you know, the three old Ghostbusters decide to cross strings, but I guess because they don't have a fourth proton pack across the strings, Zool is able to grab the plasma beams or whatever and just flip them away and everything like that. But then our protagonist's granddaughter... Uh, she, I don't remember their names. I don't, I don't care. Um, she decides, oh, I'm gonna, I'm wearing a proton pack and starts like hitting Zool, and she hits him. She's like doing the lightning thing. It's like fucking Dragon Ball Z when two energy beams meet and they're trying to like, you know, you probably never seen Dragon Ball Z. Harry you? Potter. At yeah, the Harry, very end. there you go. Yeah. Harry Potter. Whenever, two wands, yeah. whenever Harry and uh, Voldemort are like hitting them with their lightning right. from their wands, and they meet in the middle, and like, oh, Zool's stronger. It's like, yeah, but the proton pack has like. It's technology. It's not. It's not fueled by belief or magic or anything like that. So it has a finite amount of energy it can throw out there. So she should have easily been able to push back one proton back. But somehow, somehow, because Spangler's ghost decides that all of a sudden he's gonna grab onto the pro- pier and grab onto the proton back and kind of hold her steady. That's enough to push her back. Well, no, the, the other guys got. It was four of them. You just needed that extra little oomph. I have no problem with that. That's, they didn't. Even, it was such a special was, moment. But it, but here's the thing: it was four proton packs. 
that required last time for all four to cross the streams. They didn't cross streams at the end of this time. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. They were. They didn't I cross. Think they did. I they think did. They did. No, th- not the end. They crossed the streams when it was just the three Ghostbusters and Zool fucked up. Well, threw them when off. they crossed the streams in the original movie, they did it, it was to all re- four of them. But they did it to reopen the portal to send her back to the dimension where she came from. And this time, weren't they trying to get the trap to work to catch her? Yeah, but like it wouldn't have taken the crossing streams to even hold her back, though. I don't think so. I don't know. I think the crossing streams is is a complete particle reversal. We don't know what we're talking about. We, we, a, we don't know. Imagine, I, I, I no, no, no. imagine everything you've ever known at one second ceasing to be. I will say. <laughs> I'm just quoting the movie, okay? I know. <laughs> I will say, I did like Winston's face whenever they, like. Spengler's ghost came out and they kind of all were all lined up together and they're all holding the beam and they're shaking they're like, and, they're like, so and then Winston looks at like like the like the <laughs> yeah. what the what the fuck am I looking at I've seen shit that will turn you white <laughs> I love Winston too. Winston's the best character did you watch the, the after credits I watched two. the first one you know what's the second one? I, I saw a clip of, about okay, it and you stuff know like that. Okay. So wait, like, I'm think maybe I'm th- maybe I'm flipping them. The one with <laughs> Janine and Winston. I watched the one with Sigourney Weaver. Okay, that's just the fun one. Yes. that was the fun one. The one that is like alluding to more was Janine. Winston's apparently a multi-millionaire. Yeah, he's like a business. He became and a businessman. Good and, for him, by the way. Good for fucking him. And, and, and going and doing that and saving the day again. Makes him like, I want to invest in this. So he rebuys the firehouse. Janine meets him there and he's like signing some paperwork. He's like, We're going to get like the next generation and we're going to keep this going. I was like, There's going to be more. <laughs> I think if they give him money, there will be more. Yes. Um, that's like all the problems that I really have with it, kind of. Okay. Um, I loved it. It was enjoyable. I thought so. I'm going to go back to one more problem I have with it. Jeez, you got a lot of problems. But it's, it, go, but it's but bro. it's but it's based on the way they wrote the character. So when they go to jail, there's a jail scene, and the granddaughter has like the number for the old Ghostbusters phone number, as if it fucking still works. But whatever. It was raise a cult. Yes, it was raise a cult now, and she calls him up, and then we've get our, we got our uh, we got our Ray in there now, and he's just talking and stuff like that, talking to her and everything Dan like that. Aykroyd doing great work. Yeah, and they're talking about why they split up. And they were like, Spangler went fucking nuts. He's like, Spangler went crazy. And he was talking about the end of the world and all this other shit. He, and he stole was, their gear he and stole, stuff. And then yeah. he's like, one day I walked into the firehouse and all the proton packs were gone. The traps were gone. Everything was gone. But they showed up with proton packs. Yeah, is they that, did. Yeah, is that they, your problem? No, that's not my problem. Okay. My problem is Spangler of the group was always the smartest of all of them. Oh, yeah. And they were all smart. So Spangler steals... They were all smart, yes, but Spangler steals all the equipment and does something. And he mentions, oh, yeah, he called me like a decade later, like wanted me to come out and meet with him and stuff like that because he was betting on like, you know, the end of the world and stuff like that. And I didn't do it. These are like old friends. If I disappeared for 10 years and then I called you up randomly one day and I'm like, you're like, holy shit, I haven't heard from you in 10 years. I'm like, you got to come out here, dude. You got to come out here. It's very important. Wouldn't you be like. All right, I'm going to come out here. Well, if you were kind of an asshole and just disappeared one day and <clears throat> stole some stuff from me, and but if then, I, I, then, well, then out of the blue you come back, 
I, I, I know I'd have to think about it. But if we had a history of literally saving the world at twice. least at least twice two already, times, two times, and you're telling me we got to do it a third time, and I'm just going to disregard that. Yeah. No, yeah. I might come. Yeah. Right? At that point, it, it makes no sense why they wouldn't have dropped everything and went out to Somerville. And so, he has proof. He has. The, he's got. He's been in the tomb. He's got those four proton packs pointed at the fucking. You love your portals. Pointed at the fucking hole to hell so that he can make sure that he like keeps the demons of Zul back and then the ghosts and everything back. He's got proof. It's not like he's uh, like a wild fan. He can show them what he's doing. It's it happens every day. He keeps saying Zul. It's Gozer. Gozer. My bad. Zul is the one of the dogs. Yeah, that's the reason why I was thinking of Zul because you heard the name Zul all the fucking time. But Gozer the Kazarian. Yeah. I liked it. it. I liked it, it so it, much. It is a it is a very fun. If you like Ghostbusters, it's a very fun movie. Why the fuck did Elizabeth Banks look like rip off her clothes and has that golden dress at the end of the fucking movie though? Before her and Paul Rudd fuck. Here's the thing. <laughs> okay, for that scene, Kristen was like, "How, how did that happen?" Like, I watched it with I watched it with Kristen. You got to think about it. Is first and foremost a comedy. It is a comedy. So there has to be funny scenes. That, that was, was a funny. Fun, that it wasn't was, funny. It was kind of funny. I was like, what the fuck? It was kind of like, it was kind of funny. I was sitting there with my dumbbells in my, as I'm pumping irons, like, what the fuck? Pumping iron. Pumping iron. While I watched an 80s movie. Yes. <laughs> what was that? It was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, it was, yeah. Yes, it was. Clearly. Um, but no, it was a good movie. It was overall a good movie. There are a few problems with it but other than that if you like Ghostbusters it's a very enjoyable movie do we have time? we do have time we're going to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi okay let's talk about Obi-Wan and then, and then we'll, we'll be done we'll talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi then we'll be done one thing we didn't talk about in the last episode the coolest scene I've seen in the show so far or at least up until the last episode was a scene where Darth Vader ripped the fucking starship out of the sky as it was taking off hmm. that was that was a very baller scene when he just it's trying to take off and he just pulls it out with his force and just throws it on the ground and just tears it apart trying to get it away. That was a cool scene. Why he couldn't do the same thing when the other ship took off? I don't know. Don't fucking say the force either. I don't know why he didn't do the same thing there, but it was a pretty cool scene. Um, but let's talk about the last episode. Finally, finally, we get, in my opinion, now one of the best lightsaber fights it was ever. Good. Ever. It was so in good. any Star Wars property, this is the best lightsaber fight. I, I I think, and I don't even think it's close. No, it's not. This is so amazing. One criticism against Disney and anybody else who's making a TV show or movie: when you have a cool moment like this, can we throw a light in there or something like that so we can kind of see? Can we make it at like daytime or at the very least at sunset? So we can fucking see what's going on. That's a lot of both both two final scenes. We've got the former inquis, uh, inquisitor going after Luke and his family, and then we've got the lightsaber duel between Vader and Obi Wan, both happening in almost pitch fucking black. So dark, it was very hard to see what was going on a lot of the times. Can we? Just, I know it's easier for like, you know, CGI when it's dark. You don't have to be as like detailed. But like Disney, you got a lot of fucking money. Make it during the goddamn daytime, please. Or some lights. I'm going to interrupt you. Go ahead. Because I just I just recalled something. I got a bone to pick with you. Oh, boy. On last week's episode, you made me apologize to you. 
because I was allegedly wrong because you said Hayden Christensen does play. He does. The dark. Okay. I looked this up. I did my internet research. He does, but only about 25% of the time. He doesn't do it during the fights, but he does it. No, no. He doesn't do it during the fights and he doesn't do it on the full body shots. Bullshit. Because that's bullshit. No, no, no. The guy that Darth, they got a guy who does it. I I tagged you in it. The guy is six foot eight. Darth Vader is freaking huge. Yeah. Hayden Christensen is not. They had to get a actor who was six foot eight. The only time it's Hayden Christensen is when it's like a shot from here up or a shot in the face. He was in the full suit. He was. He was. was He talked about being in the full suit. You're in the full suit. But you're not shown the whole body because he is too short. But we we also said last week. So there were week, three people. There were three people we also who played said Darth last Vader. Week, Let me finish, please. There were three people who played Darth Vader in the suit. The one was the stuntman who did the lightsaber battles yeah. and the action scenes. He's a stuntman. The other one was the full body and walking because he had to be super tall. And the third and final one was Hayden Christensen. Only twenty percent of twenty five percent of the time, which I'm trying to figure out why. I've been what was the reason? But for I've been saying that from the beginning of the before the why? show is like, why do we need Hayden? They, it's he, cool. It's fine. But like, other just than, to say he other, was in there. Other than the scene where when Obi Wan slashes the helmet and the flashback scene, you don't need Hayden Christensen in the in in it at all, really. Like I was saying that from the beginning, you don't need his ass. You didn't even ask. I don't think you need his ass at all. Period. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. So the I think flashback the, scenes, the Baca tank, and at the end when half the helmet gets ripped off, you can clearly see it's him. And that's okay. That's okay. But the rest of the time, it's James Earl Jones' voice. But he was but, but he was but he was talking about episode what what was the episode whenever Obi Wan was dragged through the fire? Was that episode three? That was the third episode, right? Yes. Yeah, he was like talking that. about being in that episode in the suit. He was in that episode in the suit. He was talking and about that. And there was cut scenes. There's so many cut scenes. When it's showing him like the, from the torso up, that's Hayden Christensen. But when it's showing the full body, they have to show this super tall dude. But you can shoot. But he might have been in that more in that episode because you can. There was a lot of that episode where he was walking by himself, and you could shoot that from angles to make him look taller than he actually possibly, is. possibly. So. But I'm telling you, the fact remains. But we talked thirty percent of the time but we, but when we, Darth Vader was on there, it was Hayden Christensen. But we talked about that last week. We said he's not in the suit all the time. I'm sure there's a lot of scenes where he's not in the suit, but he's definitely in the suit. The majority you of the time, he's, he's not in the you suit. You said he's never in the suit. That's what you said. You said he's never in the suit. That's he what, is in the suit, yes. but it's a very minuscule amount of times. So my question is, why even do it at all? Yes, that's my point. Like, yeah, I get the Baca tank. I get the half cut off face. The flashback I scene. get the flashback scenes. Then why even have him do it I at think, all? I think part of it was... Um, uh, fuck, why am I blanking on his name? You know me. I'm bad with names. What's Obi-Wan's name? Hugh, Hugh McGregor. McGregor. Hugh McGregor. Yeah. Thank you. I'm bad with names. You know I that. almost said Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Obi-Wan's Old name? Ben. ben. Old Ben. <laughs> no, I think Ewan McGregor wanted Hayden there because he had a he had a bit of a connection with him in like episode two and three because they went oh, yeah. to those movies together. And I think, oh, yeah. I think part of, I think he, I, I think I remember talking about it too. Like part of his agreement to do this is like, yeah, but I want Hayden to come back and fucking play lightsabers with me too and everything. I think that was part of it too. So... <laughs> The last episode, I think, was great. It was great. 
minus all the my problems with darkness, it was a great episode. So have we officially know? Do we officially know now? It's been talked about how powerful Darth, Darth Vader is. It's been talked about all the time how strong he is, how powerful with the Force he is. But do we finally know now officially that Obi Wan is officially the strongest Jedi besides Yoda? Do we know this now? Like he's twice he's beaten Anakin. And the third time they fight in episode four, New Hope, he lets himself die. He allows himself yes. to be to ascend. Don't because... say ascend. Don't say ascend. Just to say he allows himself to be killed and become part of the force. Ascend yes. Yeah, ascend, I'm, not, ascend, I'm not saying go look, to heaven, dude. Ascend, I'm saying become part of the force. Ascend has some hardcore religious overtones to it. Let's not use that word. Become a part of the force. That's clearly what I you, mean. When you say ascend, it's like an occult. It's oh, like we're gonna drink the Kool-Aid it. and we're gonna ascend. Get off it. That's not but what But do I we meant. know now that Obi-Wan is officially the strongest Jedi besides Yoda? He is. He beat him again. And he beat him bad, too. He beat him fucking down. So, like, it, the fight has two parts to it. The first part is, like, Obi-Wan realizes, you know, he's got to do what he's got to do. And he's not, the, he's not the same Obi-Wan that's fighting him from, like, four episodes or three episodes ago or something like that. He's, like, focused. And he's got, like, his lightsaber out. And he's like, let's fucking do this, Anakin. And so, but they have a fight. But, like, Darth Vader wins. Like, he hits him with a force push all the time. He's throwing shit at him. Eventually, he, like... Puts his hand on the ground and like completely like cracks up the planet and stuff like that. So like he falls into this cavern, which the amount of time that Darth Vader had his hand on the ground, Obi Wan could have dodged out of the way of that fucking sinkhole. But whatever. That being aside, you know it seems like uh, we all know that they're neither one are gonna die because we see him in the future episodes and everything like that. But it's just very cool. Like it seems like okay, Vader has won, and then Anakin's all like fucking talking shit to the the sinkhole and everything like that like you master of evil darth yeah he's like he's like calls him darth at the end when he realizes my friend my friend is dead he should have called him vader not darth because how many other he calls but he calls him darth in new hope which i think is a great callback it's a great callback sir alec guinness Calls him yes, Darth. You're right. You are master of evil. Darth. It's, I, think, I love that. I, think I love that he called him before, Darth. I think that's before Lucas. I guess that's before Lucas decided that all Sith are Darth and, and not just Vader. So because Darth Sidious, Darth Maul, Darth Vader. That's just it's just their fucking title, basically. Darth. <laughs> yeah, wow, I loved it. it, it love yeah, it. it was good. Um, but then like Obi Wan sitting there like holding the fucking thing up. He you. He has a, like the the moment of he's thinking about all the people he loves, all the people in his life, his people he's gonna save, and then he fucking blows the goddamn like cavern open. He jumps out and he fucks up Darth Vader. He gets right behind him and shit like that. Darth Vader thinks he's killed Obi Wan, and they have this other. And this is when shit gets real because at this point, Obi Wan is throwing fucking rocks at him. He's boom, boom beating him down with the lightsaber and shit like that. And at one point. Like, he's, he's hitting his suit. Like, he's bypassing his lightsaber and hitting, like, the components on his suit and everything like he that. He had trouble breathing. Yeah, yeah. And then he, like, slashed the helmet dude, open. Dude, let's talk. Great, great job. When the helmet is half slashed open and you can see it's Hayden Christensen's yeah. mauled up face, half of it. And the, the breathing apparatus is, like, half sparking and everything. And as he's speaking... The voice. Half of the voice is James Earl Jones. At first. And half of it is Hayden Christensen's voice. At, the, I, the, the, I got chills. The way they did it was, when I was watching it, this is the way I think they did it, was when he's first talking, it's Hayden Christensen's voice. And at that point, Obi-Wan still sees Anakin. Obi-Wan still sees Anakin, and he's 
like has a moment yeah. of like tear. He's yeah, got tears you're right. In his eyes, and he's sitting there saying like, "I failed you, Anakin. I'm very sorry for this." And Hayden looks at him, and there's a moment where the real Anakin comes through, and he says, "You did not kill Anakin Skywalker. You did not fail him. I, I killed. Did. I did." And that moment when he says, "I did," is when it transitions to the to the James Earl Jones voice. Yes. And there's a moment where I I don't I'm maybe I'm looking too much into this where the light side Anakin comes through and he says, basically tells him like, you didn't, you didn't fail me. I failed you. I failed myself. I'm, I did this to myself. Yes. And then Darth Vader comes through and he's like, Anakin is dead. It was like an, I am your father moment. Yeah. It was so powerful. It was. I just got, I just got chills. I want to go back and rewatch it. I'm going to go back and rewatch it episode (sighs) this week. I think this weekend. And and the mixing of the voices of the two together was just so powerful. Man, it was fantastic. I talk a lot about in episode three, when Anakin and Obi-Wan are dueling on Mustafar, Mm -hmm. how I think that is one of the best lightsaber duels because it showcases two Jedi, two force users kind of at their full power and they're actually like doing like a lot of like high jumps and everything mm-hmm. like that and they're like at source there's lightsaber skills are great right this is hands down the better than that way better than that like it does it doesn't have obviously a lot of like jumps stuff like that but it has like a lot of really cool force things going like i said like there's a moment where obi-wan enters god mode and he like he there's like all these rocks around him. He just like puts up his hands and he lifts up these fucking boulders and he's just tossing them as he's walking slowly forward to Darth Vader and Darth Vader's like on his knee trying to get his like balance and he's like boom 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 getting hit left and right. Like I was like that's like he's a god. He might be better than Yoda. He's not, but he might be better than Yoda. Speaking of Yoda, where the fuck is this dude? <laughs> that's what I'm gonna allude to. So the entire Empire, the Inquisitors. Darth Vader, him goddamn self. The whole galaxy is out there looking for Obi-Wan Kenobi. And what's Yoda doing? He can't come and help out. He's jerking he's, off in the he's swamp. He's jerking off in some swamp in the Dagobah system. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? He's growing senile, jerking off in the Dagobah. Right? Seriously. Yeah, exactly. Like, some, some, that's why Yoda is the most useless fucking character in the whole series. He really is. He trains Luke, but that's about all he does. What else does he do? Even the prequels. The lightsaber battle with Count Dooku. All right. Yeah, that was great. That was fine. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Here's the thing. I saw a comedian uh, years ago, like when I was a kid. It was uh, I used to watch those late night shows like Jay Leno and shit like that. And one, there was a celebrity on there talking about some shit like that. But he was talking about like episode two. And he's like, yeah, it's really cool. I love Star Wars. But like when Yoda comes out. He's, he made the joke, and what he said was, Yoda comes out, and he pulls at his lightsaber like he's yelling, he's yelling crackhead with a lighter in the crack house. <laughs> like, he pulls out, and he means fucking business. Like, he means business when he pulls that lightsaber out, and he's doing all those flips. That was a pretty cool, yeah. But, like, this, it was so good. If you're a Star Wars fan and you haven't watched the show, what the fuck are you doing? That, that was great. So good. Could... Don't really care about the Reva bullshit that happened on Tatooine when he's hunting down Luke and Owen and Aunt Beru are trying to fight off what's her and she's yeah I, I, that was like forced you know no no I disagree with you there that's kind of forced I, I, we're never gonna see this bitch again so who cares about I don't redemption? care about Reva but it need it was important to show you Owen always came off as an asshole because he is he's a prick. But you saw his human side in this, or his whatever side in this, where he goes, he is mine. 
Yeah. He where he I, he truly loves Luke. I never and he raises I, Luke as his own. I never didn't think that though. That's the but thing. He, but but the only interaction we've seen with Luke and Owen is how much shit. Oh boy, you clean them droids. You know what I mean? Like he was an old ornery mad uncle. Well, well, here's the thing: live on Tatooine for fifty years, you're gonna be you're gonna grow up to be oh. old and ornery. I was going to go to the Hachi station to get a power converter. <laughs> like, I was, come on. That's so stupid. That's, dumbest, that's one of the dumbest fucking lines ever. That's, so, that's just a stupid line, too. I hate it so much. The fact that we know it all, though. It's yeah. ridiculous. So I was thinking about that when I was watching the show. So we, we had, like, all this interaction between, like, so... I never want them to remake the prequel, the, the original trilogy. I never want them to touch it. Never want them to do it. But I was thinking about it. Imagine... If Star Wars had actually started with Episode One, let's forget the original trilogy and let's forget the sequel trilogy for a second. Let's imagine Star Wars started with Episode One, Two, and Three. Let's imagine it's popular, and then it gets to the point where like it can like do all these TV shows. Imagine watching everything in order, where you you've never seen Star Wars, and so you start with Episode One, Two, and Three, and then you watch all the TV shows in order, and then you get to this point. Where you're, That's a lot of content. I know you'd never do it, but like imagine doing that, where you get to this point where, okay, you were a fan of Anakin because he was the hero, and then he became the villain, and then you watch Obi-Wan Kenobi, and it's like the clash of titans basically coming back, and they're fighting, and it's like an emotional scene, and then you continue on. Now there's the new hero of Luke Skywalker and everything like that. He's got to fight Darth Vader in the future. I was thinking about this when I was watching. I did smoke a little weed when I was watching this. Of course. This, but Why wouldn't I was you? thinking about it, and I was like, that would be such an epic story to watch it from the original point in chronological order. There's a TikTok I saw that was fantastic. It was these kids, they were in college, and their one college roommate was this student from Korea who had never seen Star Wars. So they're watching Empire? New Hope? New Hope would be the first the I official one. I think they might have been watching Empire. They were watching Empire with him. Okay. And I think they had already watched New Hope, but they were filming him on the TikTok watching Empire. And it's the scene... Where They're on Vader the... goes, I am your father. Yeah. And when that happens, the kid in everything, he goes, what? <laughs> like, like, his response was great. Like, the fact that the first people in, in the 70s who saw us in the theater, when that happened. They lost their fucking mind. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like. <laughs> like, this kid, he goes bonk, he stands up, he's like, what? Yeah, it freaks out because it, because it, it, yeah, it's a freak out scene. We only know it because we know it. Yeah, and if you watch it in the actual order episode, you'll order, know it. Too you would know of the last name. But when you watched it originally <laughs> in New Hope, it wasn't even called a New Hope. It was called Star Wars. Yeah, and then it was Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and you didn't know until then. Talk about a blowing a load. Dude, and the music too, whenever he did it, he's like, no, I'm your father that. Dun, 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 no. Dun, 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 dun. no. It's impossible. impossible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mark Hamill spitting all over the camera yeah. when he does it. Oh. He had already had his hand chopped off, right? Yeah, he, okay. was, he was holding it. He's so like, he was struggles. Yeah, he was, he was having a hard time that day. <sighs> but like, I, I just want to go back and, I don't even want to watch the whole fucking episode. I just want to go back and rewatch the lightsaber scene. So, so here's here's my question though. Backtrack a little bit. So, Obi Wan is on the escape ship, and it's being chased by Darth Vader's star destroyer. Yeah. So, when Obi Wan decides to play 
uh, decoy and gets on the little escape pod ship and fly off in the other direction, he's like, Darth's going to follow me, which obviously he does because Anakin is obsessed with catching Obi-Wan Kenobi. Is there a reason why the entire bay of of TIE fighters and TIE bombers that they have couldn't have also chased down the other ship? Or better yet, couldn't they have just, you know, because, you know... They have the shields, stuff like that, and they're apparently that little ship shields can hold off the Star Destroyer shields. Couldn't they have sent those ships also to, like, provide a little more fire to maybe break down the shells a little more? Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> Do you know what the range is on a TIE fighter? Oh, God. How far away from the Star Destroyer can they go? Because we see X-Wings... X-Men yes. can go wherever. X, yeah, they can go whatever. Yes, TIE Fighters need, don't have hyperdrive. They need the Star Destroyer. They do not have the range that an X-Wing has. However, Darth Vader's personal ship does. That's different. But he took the personal ship down to the planet that Obi-Wan went to. So why the fuck didn't he just get in his personal ship with a crew of fucking stormtroopers with him and follow Obi-Wan and say, you, Grand Inquisitor, you follow the other ship and stop this... Uh, uh, shit going on because his personal ship can travel in, in uh, hyperspeed not yeah also 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 so Obi-Wan's ship that he takes the decoy ship apparently has a hyperdrive does it? yes because when he leaves Darth Vader I'm gonna talk about that in oh, a second oh he does yeah and he, he hyperdrives he's away he's like oh my god Tatooine yeah yeah mm-hmm. But the other ship that it was on, hyperdrive isn't working. There weren't that fucking many people there. I bet you in a pinch, rather than being destroyed by the Empire, they could have, you know, standing room only, they could have piled into that fucking ship and hyperdrived away. Just saying. That's a good point. Let's also talk about this for a second. So, obviously we knew that Obi-Wan was never going to kill Darth Vader. Uh, he could have. He could have, but he, never, he was never going to kill it because we see him in the future movies and everything like that. Obi-Wan likes to leave this fucker alive a lot. This dude leaves him alive it's his best friend. a lot. It's his brother. But at that you were my, my brother, Anakin. But at that point, he basically admitted to himself that Anakin is dead and Darth Vader has taken over. But then Obi-Wan just fucking walks away again like he did on Mustafar. He just walks away. You could imagine all the fucking lives that he could have saved. He could have saved if he just killed Darth Vader right then and there. How many people did Darth Vader kill in the future because Obi-Wan leaves him alive? All of Alderaan? Yeah, but yeah, basically, an entire fucking planet plus more. Which we saw a lot of Alderaan in this series. I'm not saying... Obviously, we knew he wasn't going to kill him, but I was hoping there'd be, like, a MacGuffin in there to, like... The reason why he survives, like, maybe... So was Bail Organa alive during New Hope? I imagine so, but you never saw him, obviously. Was he on Alderaan when it got destroyed? I don't know if they said it or not, but, like, I imagine he would be. Because Leia was just a princess at the time. She, she wasn't was like a, a queen. So. But he's senator. And his daughter is princess. <laughs> yeah. The, the hierarchy's different. Because it, it was like it that. It makes no fucking it was sense. Like, but it was like that on Naboo, too. Yeah. They, they have a queen, but the queen's elected. And she serves two terms, and then she's done. Yeah. And she just rules the planet, because they still have senators who go to the... But she doesn't rule the that. whole planet because there's a secondary race that also exists on that fucking planet. Have a the king. Gungans. They they live on that planet too. So she doesn't rule the whole planet. Well, at the end, they kind of came together. They united, that's, yes. That's but like, there. Yeah. yeah, right. I think they didn't, fucking but they, did, they didn't unite under the Queen of Naboo. They united as 
friends is mm-hmm. what they did. Well, it wasn't for the Gungans. They lost. Don't fucking, don't fucking sit there and say the Gungans, the Gungans, Gungans didn't do shit. They kept the droid army at bay. Say what you want about the Gungans. They, they did their job. They were a diversion. Yeah, their job was to die. Yeah, a lot of them did. And they did it well. They died against the goofy fucking droids. They even died against the, the badass ones. They roger, did, roger. Yeah, they died against the goofy bastards. Well, they were goofy. It was a goofy on goofy war battle. No, no, excuse me. Jar Jar was the only one that was goofy. The rest of them were professional as fuck. But somehow they made Jar Jar general because he did what again? I don't know. Do you, do you buy into theories that Jar Jar was a Sith Lord? I've seen those. No. Wouldn't that be the coolest fucking thing, though, is after, at episode three... Like it kind of there's like almost an end credit scene where it turns out like Jar Jar, no, he's actually like no more Jar Jar, just no more. That'd be cool though. It'd be kind of cool. Scott, are we out of time? Yeah, we're out of time. We're at way we, past time. I know. We but you so know much what? to talk about. We we owed a full show. I don't even count the beginning part of the show as a full as part of the show really, because that's depressing and just sad. So we kind of went a little longer today, tonight. So that we can give you a full show. Plus, if you want to want listen to the beginning bit and be mad about it, you should listen to it and you should be mad. So, but how can they get a hold for distraction, Scott? If how can wanna, they listen to us? How can they watch us? If you want to get a whole workout, unlike tonight. You ready? Yeah. Okay, great. If you want to get a hold of Four Year Distraction, you can shoot us an email. Email distraction at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Search for Four Year Distraction. Uh, like our page on there. When Facebook decides to work, we go live on Facebook when we do our shows there. Yeah, I we also post all kinds of cool content on there. We are on Twitter. Search for For Your Distraction. Same thing. Post all kinds of content on there. You can tweet us at Podcast FYD. There is a billion, billion different ways you can watch or listen. Uh, for watching us, like I said, Facebook Live. Um, YouTube. So if you go to our Facebook page, I just recently posted the link to our Facebook I, or, or I, excuse me, to our YouTube. When I when I upload them to SoundCloud and everything like that, I do every single episode post the link to YouTube as well. So And I was gonna say SoundCloud, uh, if you're just listening to our shows, SoundCloud, all of our stuff's on there. Search for Forward Distraction, subscribe to us on there. iTunes, um, Spotify. Yes, Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. Google Play. Uh, Google Google Play. Play. We are a member of the Electronic Media Collective. So head on over to electronicmediacollective.com. You'll find us right there. Boom, right on right the front there front page. on the front, front page. page. Uh, it's a great place. There's a ton of other great shows, great podcasts on there. If you get some time, take a listen to those. Uh, share us with your friends, your family. Um, yeah, we're if. You want to help us grow? Well, how's it go, Adam? If the only way we grow is if you help us, there grow. it is, there it is. Also, also, we need to take these last shots. <laughs> we do. Okay. All right, I'm doing the strawberry Sunday, which I'm is doing a uh, vanilla vodka, Washington Papple, Papple. <laughs> I think that's a thing. Darth Papple. This is actually Washington Apple. Somebody shoot us an email for distraction at gmail.com. Is Washington Papple a thing? I feel like I maybe had a fever dream about this. I went to a bowling alley one time with some friends and we did Washington Papple. Not Apple, Papple. And I don't know 
what made it Papple instead of Apple? If anybody, I've tried to Google this. It's not a thing. So please shoot us an email. We need to know. All right. Ready to go? Here's to slim swimming with bow-legged women. Oh, that is some good stuff right there. Wow, sour. <laughs>